So we are back. Two pods in quick succession. Lucky, lucky listeners. I should take this opportunity early on to apologise for the quality of sound in our last podcast. It was an ad hoc, uh, non-studio based recording um, that we felt we needed in order to get some uh, some content out there to our to our loyal fans. But uh, but yes, on on reflection and listening to it back, potentially. Um, Potentially, the sound quality wasn't the best. However, uh, I'm pleased to report, um, hopefully you've realised now, that we are back in the studio today. Um, a really, really good show in store. Um, lots of uh, student input and lots of really um, big events to report on. Mr. Barr, how are you? How have you found the last couple of weeks um, with sport? And lots and lots of exciting things that we've been involved in and to look forward to. Yeah, thanks for that, Mr. Wenham. Good to be good to be back in the studio, like you said. Um, trying to reflect on on what's been going on and looking ahead at, at what's to come as well. Um, we said in our previous episode that the uh, the uh, the first half of the spring term was 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 pretty crazy and busy, and, and I think this one is is no different. Um, this is our seventh episode, and I think seven's quite a quite a prominent number here for this episode because we were talking about the first seven at nationals we're going to look at um rosen park and the the national school sevens um so yeah quite a lot happening in our uh, seventh episode yeah absolutely um it's it's just a really exciting time for for school sport particularly uh at, at the top end um we heard from mr king last week about how well um our our sports offering and program as a whole um with a you know, with a, a big participation approach is, is going. Um, but, but this week we, we make a bit of a focus on, on the top end and the, and the performance side of, of sport um, and the things that we've got to look, look forward to and look back on. Um, before we do that, before we get into the, to the meat of the, the episode, uh, Mr. Barr, we have only had one Bake Off um, entry so far however i'm pleased to report that the semi-finalists are are in um a, a score a cumulative score from members of the department were submitted um totaled and averaged and um has left the following people contestants members of staff in the semi-finals so we have mr borrington controversial i wouldn't have picked him uh mrs jennings very good and has actually already baked but we will save our thoughts um for 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 the next episode mr howard sneaks in there having not baked which you know has raised eyebrows however um as mr Barr has referred to him the the self-proclaimed people's champion um, has somehow secured himself an automatic entry, which I'm not complaining about because that's coming up this Friday, Mr. Barr, and I think it could provide us with a much-needed boost. Yeah, he's bullied his way in there. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's stuck the elbows yeah. out and pushed his way to the front. But like you say, it'll be uh, it'll probably be a pretty good offering, so we're not complaining. Um, we then have ourselves, both myself and Mr. Barr, have, have snuck in there to the, to the semi-final. I think I was actually third on the rankings. Uh, Mrs. Curtis... She she's in there. Mr. Bedford's mum uh, gets in, gets in there for her efforts, um, and Miss Dudley, who actually was my favourite of the of the opening rounds. So uh, I'm looking forward to to what she brings in um, when her turn comes. An exciting time for the Bake Off competition, Mr. Barr. Serious lineup there, isn't there? Um, 
I think forget about the uh, the quarterfinals or the semifinals at Roslyn Park. This is a this is a serious lineup. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. I won't, I won't. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous. I think I can't do the same thing because it's you know you're in danger of it not being as good, mm. um, and and maybe it loses a little bit of its novelty. Um, yeah, I'm I am a little bit on edge about it. Um, haven't lost sleep yet, but still two weeks out. Uh, we'll see. We're looking forward to to reporting back on that one. I'm just thinking that I need to do uh, a little bit of research, and there's one member of staff who probably um, samples a little bit more of the of the Bake Off offering than uh, easily than pleased others, though. Than <laughs> very easily pleased, but I want to find out what he likes, what his favourite is, what and what he's uh, looking for. If what I can, after. Yeah, if I can, <laughs> if I can please, if I can please uh, Mr. Dobson, I think I'll go a long way to uh, to making the final. Yeah. I, I totally agree. So on with on with the sport. Um, Mr. Bart, head of football, tell us about uh, what's been happening in the football world, the Woodhouse Grove football world, over the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, exciting. Um, exciting few weeks um, uh, across the whole football programme. We've... Um, we tried this year to to try and push our, our girls' football. Um, Mr. Softley made a start on that a, a number of years ago, and we're just trying to uh, to trying to kick on from from what he started. Um, so our under 13s and our under 15 uh, teams have um, have either played or will be playing in national competitions, um, which is just brilliant. Um, you know, just to give the girls the opportunity to. Uh, to play competitive sport um, in a different sport. Um, I know they get quite a lot already, but just in a, in a different sport. And um, and to see what they can do is uh, is really exciting. And, um, you know, hopefully in the next episode, we'll have some uh, some more results to uh, to talk about and uh, and, and delve into. Um, our boys' programme is, is, is continuing to thrive. We've had lots of fixtures um, across the junior school and the senior school. Um, and this Saturday is... Is, is going to be the final uh, full block of fixtures against Oldham Hume. Um, and then the following Saturday is junior house football um, and a couple of senior fixtures as well. Um, so so exciting. There's there's plenty going on um, in amongst the, the sevens, uh, the cross country, the swimming, everything else that, that we're doing. Um, we're still trying to keep the, uh, the football program going and busy um, and trying to allow as many pupils as possible to to get the badge on and, and represent the school. Definitely, definitely. And uh, and again, as I mentioned last week, uh, a big thanks for you, to you for, for all that organization and, and administration that goes into the organize goes into the yeah, the organization of, of the football programme. I know that so many students are, are not only enjoying but benefiting from uh, being involved in, in that. So so thank you very much. Um, like you mentioned there, we, we've had swimming galas, uh, we've had cross country, um, house cross country, uh, by the way, will be coming up in that final week of, of this term, uh, which is one to, to look out for and look forward to for those of you that are eagerly anticipating that, that house event. It's always a good occasion, um, particularly, you know, having, having that during the game session. So we have a whole year group um, or, or group of year groups sort of buy in um and and give those 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 students that have a particular um 
strength or passion for cross country their chance to to represent their house and, and put in a big effort um it does it does feel a little bit like spring has sprung over the uh, over the woodhouse grove campus in the recent days uh, the sun has been shining uh, i believe we have our first tennis fixture of the year happening uh, this afternoon which is uh, a big a big sign for summer for me um we've had we've had cricket sessions uh, we've had rugby sevens tournaments um all going going well hosted um uh, in in the school grounds and and yeah the the place is looking great um the ground staff are doing a really great job um of preparing that for us in um week in week out irrelevant of 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 the conditions uh but yeah i have to say um a real picture yesterday we had an under 14 sevens tournament out there on the uh, on the rugby pitches um and it was nice just to take a moment and see all the different um schools participating in that and and having a great time where we also had netball training going on 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 the netball courts and um and football on the 3g and and you know it felt like a real school uh buy-in and sort of joyful uh for want of a better word afternoon um that that had been created and 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 couldn't be done without the efforts of our of our ground staff mr Barr. yeah definitely shout out to uh to simon wood and his team um the pitches considering the, the weather that we've had fairly recently in the last couple of weeks the um the pitches were in uh, were in fantastic condition um and like you say the place looked it looked really good it looked you know fit for for hosting a uh a quality sevens tournament and, and that's what we had yesterday um but like you say just with everything else going on it's um it's probably how i think of the school and how i, how I remember the school um pre-pandemic uh so really good to to have a day like that yesterday and i'm sure we're gonna have many more days like that in the uh in the coming weeks and months absolutely and I, I think yeah as you say particular particularly thanks to simon wood and his team it must be a, a really uh difficult time in that sort of crossover where we have rugby sevens and we have football but we also have cross country and you know we're trying to prepare cricket squares at the same time for the summer um i know mr borrington's getting twitchy about that so there's loads of things to consider and and um and account for and they're doing an absolutely fantastic job so yeah our our thanks and and i'm sure pupils and parents thanks to, to to those guys in the team um for doing such a great job so, on to a bit of a reflection on recent success. Uh, I'm sure you have seen all over social media how well our netball team have done. Our first seven travelled down to Oundle School on um, Saturday evening to take part in the National School's final on Sunday. Um, absolutely outstanding performance. Um, really, really proud of the efforts. I know that Miss Thompson and, and the whole netball coaching team are are really buzzing coming up, coming off the back of, of their performances. We were fortunate enough to catch up with First Seven captain Josie um, to hear her reflections on, on how the day went um, and actually her her time in the netball programme here at the Grove. So we are lucky enough to be joined by Josie, our First Seven netball captain today, to uh, talk us through her, well, her experience at the the national finals that the girls had um over the weekend but also her time at woodhouse grove over the last two years so josie thank you very much for joining us could you just tell us a little bit about the experience and the whole two days um of of being at national finals and being amongst the top 12 teams in the country yeah well first of all thank you for having me 
and um, obviously we started, we went down on the Saturday, but it was Sunday where we actually had the um, the national tournament. Um, and I think just right off the bat, as soon as we got um, onto the bus, all the girls had the the right mentality. We all kind of um, knew what we were what we were um, going to do, um, and kind of the team morale was there. Um, obviously, it was my first and last nationals, so um, when I first arrived, I was slightly taken back just by the whole um, environment and didn't want to show it as captain, but it was slightly daunting. Um, um, and yeah, just throughout the day, I think we kind of we worked our way into it. The the first game was definitely um, set us off. You know, it was it was a draw, but we it set us off to the right start. I think all the girls kind of got in there in terms of the physicality of the game and um, was possibly a shock to what we were used to. Um, Presumably, because being being captain in that situation, you feel a, a certain amount of. Um, pressure or onus to um, keep the team um, level-headed and on task and understanding um, about approaching the next game and and the other girls in the team would have had the same feelings towards the occasion in terms of um, being sort of overwhelmed and, and, and excited. How did you keep the, the team grounded in your leadership role? Yeah, I think the... Um the main thing that I wanted to do was make sure that the girls isolated each game, that we didn't look t- too far ahead or didn't go um, into a different game, um, focusing on what we had, um, how we played last time. I think that each game was important, that we just took it as it was and each opponent's different. So, um, you know, with after the first like few centre passes, that's what you need to take and that's kind of what we needed to work with. Um, you know, it's only seven minutes a uh, a half so it was like a quick turnover um but I think all the girls like took took that on really well and um I think everyone was able to do that and you know there were times where we were possibly losing after the um first half but we you know half time called and we stood in that circle and we all said right let's get our act together and let's show them how we play and not how they're making us play it sounds, Josie, like you've had a really sort of mature and honest um, approach as, as a team and as a squad. Um, could you just give us a little bit of information or a bit more detail about the role of um, your coaches on the day and how they sort of manage rotations and strategy and, and how they were able to help you guys be as successful as you could? So obviously, Miss Thompson and Mrs. Curtis were the, uh, were, the, were the two staff with you. How, how did they sort of approach the day and what was their role like? Yeah, can't forget forget Miss Dudley either. She was there too. Just Miss Dudley. Yeah, no. I, um, obviously, it was only a minute um, in between the halves, so feedback was um, straight to the point. But they were able to split us into defence and attack um, within that time, and um, we all got individual information. Like, despite it being such a short period of time, and um, which you know, in most cases, it uh, was able to get us the win um and just during like half time again um just at, sorry after the games uh, we we had like a game on game off um and just during the game offs often there were times where we were just pulled for like a, just a very quick like individual chat to make sure we knew like how we could improve um on our game and they also like helped us like keep the morale high and just making sure that we weren't like getting tired and just kept going during 
the half times. Good stuff. And obviously, um, we were, we were following closely here, and it and it looked like you very very narrowly missed out uh, on a place in the semi-finals in the end. What was the um, what was the morale like in the, in the team? Um, was it did the girls realise straight away how just what they'd achieved and how successful they were, or was it just a, an initial disappointment that that you had to manage? Yeah, I think if you said um, at the start of the day you're going to be um, fifth in England, then any of the girls would have taken that. But obviously we missed out by goal difference of two goals. So um, the initial hit was definitely um, disappointment. And we saw the other team, they before we'd found out they had cheered that they'd kind of got in. So we've, we kind of found out before it was told to us, which was um, definitely a bit of a hit that we had to take. Um you know, m- missing out by that much is obviously always going to be um, a tough pill to swallow. But I don't think that should take away anything from the fact that we did come fifth in England. And just, you know, when you think about, you know, the masses of schools that ha- just from the start, from the get go of this tournament, it wasn't just nationals. You've had to go from regionals um, and even before that. Um, and, you know, it's not like we're a huge school in ourselves. You know, when you think about schools in London and the amount of people I think that we should really um, hold our heads high that we were able to take fifth. Absolutely. It's a, a fantastic achievement. I know everyone here at the school um, are, are really, really proud of, of what you've achieved and what you've done as a team. Um, so, yeah, you should all be very, very proud of yourselves. I just wanted to touch on um, your uh, journey at Woodhouse Grove, particularly um, with netball. You obviously joined us uh, or have only been, this is your second year here. Um, how have you found the netball program as a whole? How have you found the school? Um, and and what maybe would you say to someone that would be considering um, joining Woodhouse Grove, particularly for, for the netball program? Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew I wanted to go to uh, come to the Groves kind of since uh, year 10. And it was always something that I had um, looked to, particularly for netball. Um, obviously, coming into year 12, uh, COVID didn't, wasn't very helpful in terms of Obviously, most sport was paused, but despite that, we had trainings on. We had it Tuesday. We had the gym sessions. They were still there. And although we weren't able to play against other teams, um, like throughout the year, we had um, game play against each other. And, you know, there was never a moment where teachers couldn't be bothered or um, training was cancelled. And I think throughout last year, we all like developed loads in terms of our um, skills and fitness which obviously eventually like helped us to become so successful this year um and I would just say um anyone that's like wanting to come to the Grove I've always found it very um you know it was welcoming from the get-go I've never felt like an outsider and I think I didn't quite understand it before I came here but everyone said about such like a family community that we have here and you know it's kind of one of those comments that people just make but I think once you're finally part of it and when you become involved, you really do realise that everyone is rooting for you that come here and it does feel like a family even and especially I think that's only been reiterated after this Nationals. I've had people coming up to me, teachers that I don't speak to or students that I don't really know just saying congratulations. So that was definitely nice. Yeah, that's that's really good to hear. Um, sort of Mr. Wernham's touched on, you, on your two years there. What would be the, you know, the we get a little bit emotional talking about it but the time's nearly nearly coming to an end at the Grove and as your two years are coming to an end what would be your biggest takeaway um, from the netball programme would it be 
fifth place in the country? Is it the, the relationships that you've said with, with the other girls and staff? Or what do you think it'll be when you look back, maybe in a couple of weeks and, and it's and it's coming to an end? Oh, gosh, that is a big question. Um, you know, like you said, I definitely think doing the Nationals, obviously, like I said, it was my first and last Nationals all in one. Um, but I don't think the experience would have been the same without the girls that I got to share it with. And Miss um, Thompson talks about it all the time, but the the friendships that we have in this, um, not even just the first team, just netball in um, general this year have um, really made my experience. And I just think, you know, I can still remember being told that I was going to be captain, which I didn't expect because obviously it was only my um, second year. So it was definitely something that I wanted, but um, did still come as a surprise. Um, so just to be able to like lead all these girls who put, you know, who make you enjoy the sport more, I think has definitely been a highlight. Um, just like day in, day out. I don't think I could pinpoint it possibly just to one moment. No, that's great. Um, that, really good to hear. And thank you very much for, for joining us today. Um, really grateful for you giving up your time. Um, but also, like I said before, congratulations on everything you've achieved, culminating um, obviously in, in Sunday's result, fifth in the country. Um, everyone in the school is, is very proud of you and, and the team and the staff. So um, congratulations, well done, and thank you very much. Thank you. Fantastic to have Josie uh, join us there. I thought um, she gave a really, really great insight into um, into netball at the school, into the time they'd had down at nationals. Um, but but also you could you could hear in, in what she was saying of of how how sort of um, how much of a, a really enjoyable um, environment that netball program is to be in, and that's you know testament to, to Miss Thompson and, and um, the other coaching staff. Yeah, totally agree, Mr. Wellham. I think that was such an authentic chat as well. Um you could you could tell when, when she was speaking that she uh um she absolutely loves the grove. Um she said she she's come here for for sick form and um you know, I think she'll feel that that's been been a really a really good decision. Um so the last two years have been have been great for her and I think just the the biggest takeaway for me is the the environment that that that's been created, um, the culture that's been created, and um, those those friendships that that Josie and the other girls are going to have um, for the rest of their lives, I have no doubt, are uh, are so special. And I think it's um, it's the reason why we we do what we do um, at the Grove to try and give pupils those experiences, those life experiences, and uh, you know, fit, fifth in the country is is incredible um as Josie said for, for a school of our size in terms of the numbers um resources it's just it's a phenomenal achievement um and it's something like you say we're all very proud of um but hearing the maturity and honesty that she she spoke she spoke with was uh was yeah really really impressive and um yeah I can, I can see why she's uh she's captain of that team sounds like a real leader and a really uh a calming presence as well so yeah really impressed Absolutely, um, yeah. What a what a great guest to have on. Um, we definitely in, enjoyed uh, having her on the podcast. I think I think what she said was actually a really, um, like you said, authentic reflection of actually sport at the Grove as a whole, um, and what other sports programs are achieving, and actually the the bigger picture of of um, you know these great groups of students and and creating these fantastic memories and. 
Um, yeah, to hear that even, you know, after three days after the success they've had, that still to be the focus and the, and, um, the takeaway was, um, was really fantastic. Um, we should also take this opportunity to, you know, thank Miss Thompson for the time she gives up um, and and what she's done with the netball team and congratulate her, but also, you know, Mrs. Curtis and Miss Dudley. Miss Dudley, don't forget Sorry, her. Miss Dudley. Um, for, for their time over the weekend and, you know, all the netball staff that, that, that go to all these events and travel to these fixtures and, and take take the teams away and, and put all the time in, even even in the, you know, the cold, uh, rainy evenings. Um, all that time and dedication, um, you know, almost makes it worth it when you hear um, what the students have to say about the programme, but also, you know, the success that they had on Sunday was a, was a nice uh, nice way to top it off as well. Now, looking forwards, we have an exciting 10 days or so coming up, Mr. Barr. Oh, no, seven days or so coming up. Um, tell us a little bit about what's going on in the rugby program over the next week or so. Yeah, really, really big, exciting um, week. Next week um, with the uh, with the Rosen Park National School Sevens for under fourteens, under sixteens, and eighteens. Um, but before that, on Saturday, we're hosting our Shuttleworth Sevens. Um, so that is our under thirteen sevens and the addition of our under twelve sevens competition as well. So, um, you know, we said that uh, we said earlier that. Um, that Tuesday uh, this week w- was great when we had the under 14 sevens competition and we we could see it was sort of a celebration of, of rugby but also of sport with everything else going on. Uh, I envisage Saturday being the same. We've got football in the morning and netball but uh, at the end of the morning and, and, and the early afternoon we're going to have our under 12 and under 13 sevens um, which is, uh, is going to be great. Um, you know, really exciting and just hoping for another... I say another beautiful spring spring day to uh, to really show off how good the grove looks, um, and I'm sure our pupils will uh, will show off on the pitch um, how well they can do and and the quality of the uh, the rugby program. So that's Saturday, but as I said, um, next week on Wednesday the under sixteen sevens team will be um, playing at Roslyn Park, hoping to qualify for day two on Thursday. Um, Thursday will also be day one for under 14 and under 18 squads. Um, so that's that's potentially uh, really, really exciting. Um, the prospect of all three teams playing on the same day. Um, you know, fingers crossed the under 16s qualify for day two. And if that's uh, if it's if it so happens that all three teams are there playing, it'll be great if they're not playing at the same time, just so we can try and have the... Uh, of the program supporting uh, supporting each other, the different squads supporting each other, and um, it's uh, it, it's it's really exciting. It's probably my favourite time of the year. Um, going to Rosen Park, um, and just the buzz around the place. Um, there's about forty rugby pitches, just games going on all over the place, and it's just brilliant. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the pupils to have that experience. It's um, it's pretty unique. Um, getting to go away with your friends, be tested in a in a way that probably you don't get um, anywhere else, um, and so yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see see the boys go and play, represent the school with pride, and I think like Josie said as well, just have those those experiences with the friends, you know, being tested with your friends, coming through those challenges with your friends, and uh, making memories for life is, um, is is what it's all about. So 
yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm sure the pupils are. I'm sure you are. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's going to be a great, a great week and a bit the next week and a bit for uh, for the rugby program. Absolutely, and like, like you say, I, I still remember and still talk about uh, you know with my friends um, when we when we meet up our, our times at Roslyn Park and our memories um, that we've had there. So um, it's a, it's a massive opportunity. You know, we talk about a lot in the in the rugby program about uh, putting putting Woodhouse Grove rugby on the map and um, and you know that that's a massive opportunity to do so playing schools that we don't usually play against um, playing in different environments facing different challenges um, it's it's massively exciting and it and it all almost is a perfect way to culminate our our seven season but also our, our rugby program as a whole um, before we head into the to the summer term and, and turn to look towards um, next season so massively exciting um, we have a special guest to preview that with us today uh, none other than first 15 vice captain um, and fly half and a very integral part of our uh, sevens program Ben Turpin let's hear what he had to say so we finally have we've managed to track him down um, and I think a little bit of a um, little bit of a happy moment for for Ben when he got got call up to this this podcast, the long awaited call up. Um, it's a pleasure to have you, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, uh, when George got his call up, I was a bit a bit upset that I didn't get one as well. But no, it was always coming. It was always around the corner. We just had to uh, we just had to pace it. Um, now. We've just spoken briefly about uh, Roslyn Park and um, and the festival and how excited we are for all three teams to travel down there um, and really put a mark down for Woodhouse Grove Rugby. Um, what are your thoughts ahead of the tournament and how and how are you feeling? How this how's the senior side feeling? Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement for Roslyn Park. I think we feel like we've got a really special team this year. I think also we because we didn't get the chance in year eleven due to COVID. I think everyone's just really buzzing for the experience that they're going to be able to go down and play on the main stage in front of loads of people. I think everyone's just actually buzzing for it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's um, it's really great to hear that it's uh, you know it's excitement over apprehension, um, and you know we're excited to go and show what what we can do and what we're about and and take on the. Uh, the big names and the big teams, and, and show that we can, you know, we can battle with the top. Um, what would you, what would you say to any under 14s or 16s listening that might have been selected over the last couple of weeks to to travel down to Roslyn Park and and perform and pull on the the green jersey? Um, what would you say to them um, ahead of ahead of their tournament and what what they're going to do? I think for anyone younger years at Woodhouse, I think they just need to show what we're about, show the skill that we have and how well drilled we are at a young age. So I went down to watch and helped out with the sevens yesterday for year nines, I think it was. And there's some quality players, really good individuals. And I think if they just show that and showcase what we're about, I think they can't go wrong. One of the things we were mentioning earlier, Ben, was um, if if all goes to plan with the under-16s on uh, on Wednesday and they qualify for for day two on Thursday. That would be day one for the under-14s and the under-18s. Um, you know, how special do you think it would be for the whole programme if, if we had all three teams there on the same day playing, representing the school? Um, you know, would you... Uh, you know, hopefully you'd be able to, to go and watch some of those games as well, but um, what, what do you think of that? How good an experience would that be? 
Uh, I think for the younger years especially it'd be amazing because we'll, we'll have the first team come down and watch hopefully and cheer us on and then we'll cheer them on and I think you can't really get better than having almost home crowd at Roslyn Park can you? Um, but I also think for the younger years and then for us as well having so many boys down there just shows like what a testament to the school of how many people were producing. Yeah, I, I totally agree and I think I think it's a really good point. Um you know, to be to be sort of hoping for all three teams to be playing playing there and competing um is is a testament to the school and, and also to the hard work and the commitment that the students show to the to the rugby programme, which is really exciting. Um we've had a lot of sevens so far this season. Um we've we've been building up to it. How has the seven season gone for um for the first seven in particular? Um, and what sort of learnings have we taken from um, from the past five or six weeks? I think um first thing we've taken is Mr. Mr. Wenham's defensive system is something special, to be honest. Um, uh, but he wants I think... another invite on, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Go the right way about it. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think we've taken a lot from these tournaments. I think it's the best way to practice sevens is playing, and it just shows by us getting to I think every time we've got to semi-final at least and we've won one and got to another final and it just shows that we can compete with the top in the north of England um, but I also think that on the map there's no one really better than us um, skills wise and I think it's just giving us so much confidence for Roslyn Park that we can actually go down there and put a marker down and build on the legacy that Woodhouse already has That's brilliant, I love that to hear about the uh trying to, uh, to sort of build and develop that legacy that, that's been created over the last number of years. Um, part of that legacy at Roslyn Park is uh, Wednesday night. The under-16s have played, the under-14s and under-18s have arrived. There's usually a bit of a, a team meal in Nando's. What's your order? Come on, what's your Nando's order? Well, I mean, just probably half a chicken. Half a chicken. Yeah, some for starters. Uh, yeah. Well, it depends what I go down with. If Mr. King, then it's a full chicken with him. But full chicken, halloumi, halloumi fries, nice. and a bit of a pray pray chips. Is it going to be a bit of broccoli or some sort of green in there? Um, potentially. Depends. Depends who's ordering again. Um. Right. So I said I. You know. I. I, I said I might might ask you something that that may catch you out. Um. Are our podcast for our previous podcast was only actually released yesterday. However, um, so I won't be offended if you haven't had time to listen to it yet. But um, we did discuss on there uh, our staff seven and what that would look like um, if we played in the tournament. Um, it, it was tough. It took us a while. What would your staff seven be? Uh, and can you offer a little bit of justification for each uh, each position? So is it all staff at school? Yeah, or just the, and uh, is it all, all past stuff. and present or just uh, we'll go just present. Well, that's a tough one. Um, I think in the forwards it's got to be Mr. Howard at hooker. You know we've got a move named after him, so you can't really go with anyone else. Uh, I think Mr. King and Mr. Wenham will be quite a good pairing. Two props, equally equally sized, equally powerful maybe. Equally sized. Yeah, Mr. King. Mr. King's a, a solid boy. <laughs> Does that mean you're solid as well, Mr. Wenham? <laughs> um, oof, who would be scrum off? Um, oh, Mr. Bedford, obviously. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Barr makes it, you know. 
No, no, of course. Uh, Mr. Bar, obviously, at 10. Captain. <laughs> Very debatable. Um, I think Mr. Dobson with some height on the wing. Gosh. You know, the aerial, aerial threat. <laughs> Under the kickoffs. Yeah, exactly. Um, special team. Special yeah. team, Mr. Dobson. <laughs> yeah. And then. Who would, who would be a fast player? We're looking for a centre or a winner there. Hmm. Who's a fast player? I could imagine, um, nah, probably not Mr. Borrington, actually. <laughs> Reliable hands. Um, yeah, so maybe him on the special team as well, Mr. Dobson, for kickoffs. Okay. Um, and then maybe Mr. Ted. He's got some wheels on him. Yeah, endurance. Yeah, endurance as well. Yeah, definitely. A bit like Will Eastall. So I think if I, if I look across and I see... I've got Dobson chasing the pitch <laughs> more into behind. I think I'm going to the other side. <laughs> or maybe I'm going for, yeah. for option three, the uh, the little grubber for... Uh, for, for yourself. Some, well, I think, I think <laughs> it might have to be, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. Um, no, that's great. Thanks, Ben. Um, and thanks, thanks for joining us today. It's, it's great for um, not only parents and staff, but also the other students to hear a senior player talk about, um, talk about rugby and someone that's... Um, you know, offered so much to to the Woodhouse Grove rugby program over the over the past um, however many years, um, and make such an impact. And now, you know, at, at the very top of your game, um, heading out there for for the last dance with with your best mates. Um, it's a really exciting prospect, and to hear you talk about it has been um, has been really great for for a lot of people. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Cheers, Ben. Fantastic to, to hear from Ben there. Um, a great character um, to have in the, in the program, but also you know he is one of one of the best players I've ever had the experience of coaching. Um, a true maverick of the game, and um, you know someone that's just got it. Not only incredible natural ability, but a really really tireless work rate and effort and intent to improve. Um, and I think something or someone, sorry, that um, that a lot of our our players could could aspire to be. Yeah, I think um, everything you've said there is spot on. Um, real natural talent, like you said. Um, I think probably the, the seven-a-side format suits him. Um, can really showcase his, his attacking abilities, especially. Um, but I also I also think, um, from what he said and from what we've seen um, in, in the last few weeks, Ben is someone who, who cares about the, the Water School Rugby program, not not just the, the first 15, the first seven. He... Um, like you said, he was helping out this week with the under-14 uh, sevens competition. He's been really supportive of some of the under-16 uh, players when, when we've been training together. Um, so he's someone who, who wants the best for Woodhouse Grove Rugby. Um, not just himself. Um, you know, he genuinely wants the best for the programme. And uh, I think that's, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, the people that, that we want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Right there, we are. Another episode. Good one, that. Yeah, really good one. I hope I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed uh, recording it. Um, been great to get some students, some student input, um, to hear about their experiences and um, and yeah, preview some really really exciting times. Hopefully, this uh, the next time you'll be hearing from us will be uh, reporting of a successful few days um, down in London 
for the rugby program. We'll be talking uh, about the house cross country, some more swimming galas, um, and hopefully being joined by by another staff guest. It has been great to have you as always, Mr. Barr. Um, thank you for joining us at home, and we look forward to speaking to you soon. If you have been, thank you for listening. <laughs>